So mathematically speaking, there's only a one in six chance that we play <laughs> Avatar Legends this session. Which means we're definitely... <laughs> exactly. We we know that math doesn't count when you're rolling dice. <laughs> Just the, the will of the dice is all that counts. Should we take bets real quick? I bet that it is going to be Avatar Legends. I, I'm committing to that. I'm I'm just gonna go with the stats. It's it's gonna be Blades in the Dafe. I'm not betting. I'm not a betting man. <laughs> I'm not brave enough for that. We're just we're just gonna make this a contest between Thomas and Christian. Whoever wins gets bragging rights. All right, here we go. That's a four. Hey. Oh. I'm gonna brag so hard, man. There was no way to have foreseen this outcome. Yeah. <laughs> Never go to Vegas, Thomas. <laughs> well, previously on Imptab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei, stuff was happening in the spirit world, but we can ignore that for now because now we're focusing on the masked spirits. They were in the middle of Brother Hotaru's sermon. He had just stolen away Young. He'd just stolen away Kichi. And Siwei did, in fact, drink that rage essence just like he said he was going to. Started <laughs> busting heads. While Coinworth and Tonin decided to go into the back and see if they could figure out what happened to Wei Young. And while they were there, they discovered Riven the Chemist. They kidnapped him, captured him, bringing him back to the hideout. Tonin managed to prevent Seaway from getting completely annihilated by using Coinworth's Demon Bane charm to scare away Father Glowworm and baited him out of Lunkow City Block, but not before he got smacked in the face and took some trauma of his own. And as you were all leaving to head back to the hideout, you noticed Xiaoji Jing was heading into Lunkow City Block. What's going on with that? <laughs> Weird. In any case, I think it's time to pick up with our heroes, or not our heroes, our scoundrels, back at their <laughs> hideout. What's going to happen? Let's find out here in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Deus Ex Machina. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. Aw, Siwei is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a sad boy. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to resolve based on this, a lot of things we've discovered. But before we actually get into the downtime... I think it may be helpful if we take care of whatever interrogation or whatever we're going to do with Riven the Chemist uh, so that your characters can be informed and therefore inform you as players towards what downtime activities you want to take. Good call. Does that sound fair? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you guys all make it back to the hideout, coming in from your separate directions, arrive at about the same time. Uh, you stumble in through the doorway and Eelhound is like, man, you guys look rougher than I do. Why does Eelhound look rough? He coughs up a lung and then slurps it back up. Classic <laughs> Eelhound. Oh, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I forgot. He's the worst. It's just Eelhound. Yeah. Um, Eelhound, keep an eye on the front. Oh, wait. I'm unconscious. <laughs> Eelhound, keep an eye on the front. Ah, uh, yes. Not to worry. I just got the latest Five Finger Death Punch CD. And he <laughs> puts it into the CD player. And uh, you guys go into the back. That's an odd young man. Anyway, I've got this chemist held prisoner. Yeah. Um... And as the song Bad Company begins playing, you plunk Riven the chemist down into the center of the room. I'm actually going to take him down into Tonin's secret soundproof chamber. I'm going to go over to our water supply. I assume we have like a water bucket. And I'm going to... Are we going to waterboard? Splash some on Tonin's face. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the opposite direction. I went way further with that than you. <laughs> I, uh, I wake up. <laughs> 
And I put my face back on. Ow. I'm really sorry about that. I probably deserved it for something I did at one point. Did you want to talk to Riven? Let's kill him. To talk to Riven. <laughs> yeah. Before killing. Okay, I just... Yeah, I suppose we got to figure out what happened to Wei Young. And that guy definitely knows what happened. Day just took him down to your secret room. My eyes go a little wide. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that could work. <laughs> Let's go down there. So just one quick bit of bookkeeping. Uh, since you have suffered trauma, when you come back, you have zero stress and your vice has been satisfied for the next downtime. Perfect. Yeah, you head on down to the soundproof room and Day, what scene do they see in front of them as they arrive? Um, his feet are in the ceiling <laughs> and uh, he's just kind of dangling there, arms free. I'm, I'm not that bad. And I, I've just been pacing back and forth waiting for the other two to come back. Yeah, as soon as we walk in, I'm just going to punch Riven in the gut upside down. Oh, frick! All right, young man. Now, you don't know me, but I know the Master Who. What did you do to him? You'll never get the information out of me, you friggin' fricktard. Should we just kill him? Uh, No, okay, I'll give you some information, I suppose, maybe. (laughs) There are easier ways to handle this. Now, tell me, young man, left or right? Uh... Right, I guess. I'm going to cut off his index finger on his right hand. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. We're not going to make you roll for that. Uh, he muffles his screams and says, okay, what do you want to know? I asked you already, where is who? Brother Hotara sent him to the spirit world. Take another finger. He's obviously lying. But That's wait. not. Now, look, I saw that. Young you all saw. I did see the man open the port, but why would he send who to the spirit world? He thought he was too much of a wild card. Brother Hotaru, he's trying to take over the city himself, and he knows that Wei Young wanted to become the Earth King, but he thinks that Wei Young is not a good person to be the Earth King, and so he wanted to get him out of the picture. First of all, young Master Who would be an excellent Earth King. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. I look over at Seaway. <laughs> what? I am confused. Does he believe that Hu Wei Young could actually ever become the Earth King? What is happening around here? <laughs> the young Master Hu does anything he sets his mind to. He's going to be the Earth King. I mean, we've all been helping him, but overthrowing the Earth King, it's, it's a pretty lofty idea, don't you think? It's going to be very simple. Uh, look, young Master Hu has plenty of contingencies in place for scenarios where he has been taken hostage. I don't know if he had one for the spirit world. I'll have to check on that. But we can carry on his legacy while we try and figure out how to get him back. Yeah, regardless of likelihood, having loose ends is not the business that Brother Hotaru is involved in. I mean, sometimes you roll a die and you think one thing is going to happen, but you end up in a different place, you know? <laughs> have you been speaking with Jenna? You know far more than <laughs> someone should. Oh, Jenna, she's so hot. I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, Siway. Yeah. He clutches his bleeding hand over his bleeding nose. He's like, okay, freak. What else do you guys want to know? I just want to get out of here. I want to know who else knows about what you've done. I think it's a just brother Hotaru. Like, I didn't tell anybody in the Apothecarial Society. I didn't tell anybody in the Catacombers or any of that stuff. I've... I've been working on the down low, so I'm pretty sure he's the only one who knows, aside from you guys. I have a question. Yeah, shoot. How do we get him back? Uh, uh, I mean, you could, like, talk with Brother Hotaru, I guess. That's what we were trying to do when we went to that church in the first place. Yeah, and we see how that turned out. Yeah, we do. So we need 
another plan. Yeah, well, maybe if somebody over here wasn't so interested in just chugging rage acids as soon as something weird goes on. Are you enjoying your tongue? Uh, I'm a pretty big fan of my tongue, I'll admit. <laughs> then you should use it more wisely. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of licks some of the blood that's about to dribble into his eye as he's hanging upside down. All right, young Master Riven. I just don't understand why you specifically sold out Master Who. I thought you two went way back. Uh, yeah, that's exactly why. We go too far back, man, if you ask me. Would Riven have come by the house back in their youths? Ah, uh, probably, yeah. They would have met together for the equivalent of playing Halo or whatever. <laughs> they actually had their own army units they were in charge of because they're both spoiled rich kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, well, young man, we certainly can't let you leave. Who knows what you get up to? Uh, I hope you like it down here. Do you need anything to be comfortable? And I'll lower him to the ground. Uh, if you could maybe bandage up the stump of my finger that you just cut off, that would be great. I don't think that's really necessary. Um, uh, I c I'm going to get gangrene over here or something. I really would prefer not for that to happen. You're not going to get gangrene. You're going to die. Oh, frick. You'll hound the boys. Will you come down here for a moment? Yeah, what do we got? I like to imagine that the boys are just the team of doctors that are tasked with keeping Eelhound alive. <laughs> you want me to you want me to rub myself all over this guy's hand, give him gangrene no, or something? Not, don't need you specifically, Eelhound. We have doctors here. Just make sure he doesn't bleed out. Okay, fine. We can take care of this. You want to keep him alive? You're a very talented chemist, as I recall. Is that not correct? Yeah, it's kind of my whole shtick. Congrats. You work for the Masked Spirits now. Yay. I hope you like your new abode. Um, you he cannot leave. He cannot stay in this room, though. I'm just going to blast a hole in the wall and make a room for him. <laughs> you need to fix that hole right now. I'll put a this wall up. This is my room. I'll put a wall up. We can just put him in one of the cages in the back room. Oh, yeah, we have cages. Yeah, next to the sheer shoe. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, man, we got so dark. You're a lucky young man, Riven. They both wanted to execute you. Okay, fine. I guess I'll go up there, and I mean, at least Eelhound has good taste in music. <laughs> oh, man. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Eelhound and the boys escort Riven the chemist to his new cage. And uh, one of the boys brings in a rag and starts mopping up the red splotches on the floor of the singing bowl room. Thank you. And I, before we leave, I'm going to make sure, Day, you have to make this room exactly as it was before. The holes in the ceiling from his feet. The wall. It's gotta be exact. Oh, that's not a problem. I'll put it exactly back the way I found it because I'm an incredibly talented earthbender who knows everything. Wow, that's actually really good. Thank you. I'm very good. Well, I have a lot of stuff on my to-do list. I don't know about you boys, but... Likewise. <laughs> yeah. So now that all of our players and all of our characters, their knowledge has been synchronized, let's get into payoff, etc., etc. I feel like we failed this mission, guys. Well, let's see. We'll start with payoff. The crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier, take plus one rep per tier higher. And <laughs> the lamp lighters, they have been increasing in tier in the background. So you guys are tier one. The lamp lighters are tier three. So that's four rep? Four rep total. Oh, hey, we level up. Fills out our track. Yeah, exactly enough. Look at that. Don't we have to pay to uh, increase, though? If we want to increase that, we have to pay, yeah. How much? To increase to tier two, it's going to be 
eight coin times the tier you're increasing to, so that's going to be 16 coin to increase. Yowza, we don't have that. Well, you have, was it nine coin that they promised you guys? For doing this. If we got Brother Hotaru on our side. We, they said they'd pay us just to talk to him, so we'll go back and we'll tell him we talked to him. He is not with us. He's going to have to go down with the old guard. Yeah, and certainly they are not happy about that. Uh, we can get into the specifics of that conversation probably afterwards, but they have some stuff to say about Father Glowworm. Um, they do? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, Just now that the situation has become much more complicated than it was before, uh, they're going to want to have kind of a war council uh, they're going to talk to their people and hopefully meet up with you guys later on. Uh, but for now, they're like, hey, we promised you the coin. You guys did your job. You got us some very valuable information in the process. Here's your nine coin. So we each get three gold. Oh, I was putting it in the crew. Sorry. I need money for the stuff I have to do. Use it for personal. Use it for the team, whatever you want. You do need 16 coin to increase in tier, but you also have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, speaking of, Tonin, um... You got four coin from Rhythm the Chemist. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I think you can only hold four coin at a time, though. Put it in his stash. Actually, I will put the three coin not in my stash, but in the crew's coin. In the vault? In the vault, yeah. Does the vault have the same rules about our stash? Where, like, if we withdraw, it's, it's two to one? Nope. Vault is directly and directly out. Oh, okay, cool. Then yeah, I'll put the three coin in there. Yeah, everything in your vault is liquid. Everything in your stash, it's, you know, like having a savings account or something that some of them have restrictions. You can only take a certain amount out at a time, et cetera, et cetera. Perfect. All right, uh, Seaway, go ahead and roll to see how much you got from the pet shop. Since you have fixed up the storefront, we have tier plus one. So that's going to be two dice. Oh, six. Six, you get three coin for the pet shop. Pet shop money is crew money. Nice. There we go. So that is rep and coin. Next, we're going to look at heat. So would you say this was loud and chaotic, high exposure, perhaps? Very. I don't think so. I got away without a trace. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're definitely not at zero heat. So we're looking at either contained standard exposure, probably not that. Four heat would be loud and chaotic, wild exposure. Six heat would be wild, devastating exposure. I mean, we were kind of exposed, but I don't think devastatingly so. We wore disguises. Everyone wore disguises except Seaway did. I'm sorry, but I put on your wolf mask, which is kind of our most recognizable calling card. A little bit. I don't think it's devastating exposure. Okay, we'll go with four heat. We add plus one for a high profile or well-connected target. So that's five. Our wanted level went up. Yeah. Yeah, it, one tick would have put us over the edge. All right. Well, we add one if it happened on hostile turf. Definitely did. Add one if you're at war. You're not at war. Add two if killing was involved. So Seaway, did you kill anybody is the question. I don't think so. All right. There we go. So that's six heat, I think. Indeed. Now, one bit of bookkeeping, uh, Tetra Slash did point out to us after one of our previous episodes, uh, I forgot in the moment how exactly it works to lower your wanted level. Like, I knew that there was something, but I couldn't find it in the moment, so I just kind of ignored it. But the way that lowering your wanted level works is, like, you can lower your heat down to zero, but you can't lower the wanted level unless somebody goes to jail. However, that doesn't necessarily have to be a member of your crew. Just somebody has to go to jail and hey, hey, Professor Shaw went to jail. So I think that counts. Perfect. He took the heat for you guys. <laughs> but now we are back up to wanted level two, five heat. Oh man. What happens when we get maxed out on our wanted level? Uh, bad stuff. Great. 
<laughs> so now we're going to get into entanglements. We're going to roll with two dice. Nobody's very excited to do that, so no. I suppose I shall do it. <laughs> Why would we be? <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and do that one. I will, I will be the arbiter, the deliverer of pain. That's only a two. You guys have five heat. That means gang trouble or questioning. Oh my Again. word. Is that the only one on the list? No, we've also got reprisals are on quiet dead and show of force on the heat four to five chart. So did the orphans get questioned or did Eelhound cause some trouble? Or did Jenna get questioned yet again? <laughs> I mean, Wei Young isn't here to fill in the orphans. So uh, I don't know if they would even know. Jenna definitely knows. Jenna can get questioned again, but she's an iron trap. Nothing's getting out of her. Can um, Eelhound have actually accidentally started like a pentapox plague or something? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's see. When one of your gangs or other cohorts causes trouble due to their flaws, um, I, I would suppose that his lack of hygiene could be considered a flaw. Uh, lose face, forfeit rep equal to your tier plus one, make an example of one of your gang members, or face reprisals from the wronged party. So we could either forfeit two rep, make an example of Eelhound, or face reprisals from the citizenry who caught Pentapox in that instance. You know, when we when we first got Eelhound, there there are a crew of elite thugs who are loyal and principled. And now he's just like a pile of muck rolling around the city. <laughs> Things have gone rough around here, all right? So is Jenna getting questioned or did Eelhound cause a plague in Bossing City? Just in the lower ring. Who cares about those guys? <laughs> Let's have Jenna get questioned. All right. Do you want to spend two coin to pay off the guard or roll to see how much heat you guys take? I'll handle the coin. Thank goodness for that. That's my man. We can't afford more heat, man. I'll take two out of my stash to get one coin back in addition to the one kind I already have. There we go. You're a good man, Seaway. I guess since I am filthy rich, I should use some of it on the crew and not just the debt. Yeah, speaking of the debt, we are done with entanglements and now it's downtime. Uh, yeah. So I'd like to uh, indulge my vice, please. Okay, <laughs> that would be a good idea. You are at eight out of nine stress marked. All right, so... Roll two, take the lower. Yep. It's coming back to bite you now. Can we not do that? Because I rolled a six. And? A one. <laughs> oh, boy. You can, you can indulge your vice multiple times, if I remember right. And you get two activities? Two downtime activities? For free, yes. Okay. Then I'm indulging my vice a second time. <laughs> Good plan. Six and a two. Oh, <laughs> All right. Buddy. So now you're down to five out of nine. How much does it cost to indulge it? You can spend one coin or one rep to get another downtime activity. If we're not going to tear up right now, then it might be wise to just use that rep. That's true because you don't gain any additional rep when you're at your max. Okay. Well, I, I do have a question. We didn't do crew XP yet. Uh, we haven't. We're going to mark XP for everybody after this cycle. Gotcha. Yeah, XP is after downtime. Correct. Okay. Yeah, never mind then. So yeah, spending rep actually isn't too bad of an idea right now. I spent a rep and I got double fours. There we go. That ain't bad. And that's all my downtime. So now we're down to only one stress marked. So guys, Seaway just kind of disappears. <laughs> Almost <laughs> like he overindulged his vice, but not quite long enough to get in the way of business. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, doing a whole bunch of jobs for Mercy to start paying off that debt. Ugh. 
that we'll have a side story someday of the adventures of Seaway of what he was doing during all these downtimes. <laughs> all right. That does it for all of Seaway's downtime activities. Tonin and Wei Young, what you guys want to do? No, not Wei Young. Day. Wei Young's stuck in spirit world. <laughs> Wei Young is trying to come home. Well, I know what I want to do. Can we pull up the uh, the clock sheet? Indeed, we can. I don't think I like where this is going. <laughs> Are you going to make a really big bowl? Yes. Um, is it going to be a downtime activity for me to spend that four coin to just get the bowl? Nope, you can just spend that outright. Boom, done. Getting copper completely filled up. Bowl made, ready to go. All I need to do now is I need to have some people help me, maybe even day, and it will only take him a few minutes, genuinely, to open up a path, bend that bowl down there, and get it in the ground. So I would like to use my first downtime to work on the bowl, and I'm going to use Sway to convince Day or another Earthbender to help me install this bowl. Do you need assistance, young master Yoru? I would love it if you could help me get this massive copper bowl down into the room. Before I help you, what is it supposed to accomplish? Well, it may help get Wei Young back. Deal, I'll help you. <laughs> well, let's see if you do, or how much you help. Yeah, so we've got three ticks left, and then this whole situation is finally resolved. The bowl saga comes to an end, episode 21. <laughs> I got a five and a one, so a five. All right, that is two ticks on the clock. You've got one left. Okay, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. my second one is just to fill it up. I'll roll just to see what happens. All right. But I'm pretty sure no matter what, I fill it up, right? Yeah. What if he gets a, a critical failure? I got two sixes. Never mind. <laughs> it's useless, but I got it. That would have been nice earlier, but cool <laughs> boy, the bowl is done. The bowl is done. Okay. Excellent finish too. Yes. Polished, super shiny. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's hanging from the ceiling is a like eight foot long mallet that I have to like lift up and drop and start walking around. All of my smaller singing bowls are laid out in like a constellation, not a constellation, like a solar system, solar system around it. Yeah. And as the big one rings, just the resonance makes the other ones start to ring. Oh, that's a good feeling. That's a big bowl. Yes. I'm going to need to do one more downtime activity. Like what? <laughs> well, What's the matter, young Master Yoru? You sound like you don't want to express what you're trying to say. The big question is, is this downtime or free time? Ned, if I want to do my thing that I've been wanting to do from the beginning with another with another person, preferably someone expendable, oh boy. would that be a downtime or just a free activity? Depends on what you want to accomplish with it. If you want to accomplish something that could be accomplished by one of the downtime activities, then it's downtime. Otherwise, it's just free time. All right, remind me what the downtime activity is. There's healing, there's long-term projects. Yep, long-term projects, recover, acquire asset, reduce heat, train, indulge vice. I'd like to call that acquire asset. All right. Are you trying to... Do you actually need a blood sacrifice? I know we joked about it, but... Well, I'll play this out with, with Day, actually. Because, you know, my friends have kind of let me know that maybe I'm not living... Like, yeah, we're bad guys, but maybe I'm living a bad life. <laughs> um, so Day, this could possibly help us get Wei Young back. Um, but it also is something that I uh, was planning to use not too dissimilar to what we saw in 
the chapel. Are um, you trying to upset the balance between this world and the spirit world? Not entirely. I'm trying to send people to my master for him to take their faces. It opens a sort of doorway temporarily. And I'm just wondering, do you think that's a bad idea? I think that's a horrid idea. Genuinely one of the worst things I've heard in a while. Okay, and I don't I don't want you to think less of me, but why? I understand you had somewhat of a rough upbringing considering you signed up to have half your face taken off. However, the rest of us really enjoy having them. Um, what is a face but a window into a soul? Exactly. He wants their soul. Would you would you take the soul out of somebody's body? I that's what I do every time I change my face a little bit. I take a piece of the person. Well, did you like it when he took your face? I don't... I don't know. I never really thought about whether or not I liked it. It's just what I had to do. It's what I was raised for. Perhaps think about that, young man. <laughs> Are you familiar with meditation? Oh yeah, I meditate all the time. I think about Ko and the power that he gave me. That's not meditation, that's thinking about someone else. Meditation is an act of looking inward, trying to discover what you truly feel and believe. Okay. Come, young man, take a seat over here. Okay, I'll meditate with Dave. All right. I don't know if this is a daytime, or daytime, <laughs> a, a downtime activity. It is a daytime activity. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will spend a rep to, to ho hopefully call this still acquiring assets. All right. Uh, what kind of asset would you describe this as? Uh, a moral compass, maybe? <laughs> I mean, you could, I think you could call it training. Yeah. Could I call it training? Train for insight. Train for insight. Train your playbook. I, I think I would want to, maybe insight would, I was going to do resolve, but maybe insight would be a better training. I mean, getting a dot in a tune might be helpful. That's what I was thinking. I mean, you're called. I was thinking do resolve to, to work towards getting a dot in a tune. Um, okay, then I will train with day and resolve and attune as I get my spirit and the spirit world more in line with each other. Nice. I am also putting a little note in the back of my head. Stop Tonin if I have to. <laughs> oh boy. Any other downtime for Tonin? No. Um, no more downtime. Okay. And that leaves us with Day. I've got a bad idea, Ned. Of course. So you, I believe, in one of the uh, the patron deals where you, you talk to them in the voice of whoever the character is, and I want to say it was for Tetraslash, you established some backstory for Day, specifically. Yes, I got a request from Tetraslash for a message from Day. You weren't playing as Day at that point, so I was the voice, and I established that you once had a run-in with an individual named Tigwai the Immortal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also known as Tigwai the Assassin. Yes. Um... Considering I've had a run-in with him, would I know how to get in touch? Hmm. He's a slippery guy. I know of one very reliable way that you could get in touch with him. Um, mm, but I don't know if I want to give it away. For my downtime activity, I would like to figure out a very reliable way to get in touch with Tigway, the immortal assassin. Wow. All right. You aim high. It's fantasy, <laughs> man. I'm never going to talk to an assassin that's immortal in real life. All right, here's what I'm going to say for that. Uh, we could make that be as if you're doing a long-term project, but I don't think we need to make it a long-term project per se. You can just spend your downtime activity to pursue this course. A short long-term project, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you one day are thinking to yourself, 
Where does Jenna get all of her information? No way. Are you kidding me? And so you decide to follow Jenna after she leaves the hideout one day and you follow her to an old corner in Bossing Say somewhere, just some random street. <laughs> and you spot her talking to a pretty ratty old looking man with a hat pulled down low over his eyes. And you get in close enough to start catching a little bit of the conversation. And he's all like, ah, oh, this is wonderful information, Jenna. You always were one of my best informants. And she's like, is it good enough information that you're finally going to tell me your name? And he goes, ah, Jenna, I've told you before and I'll tell you again. It's best for your safety if you don't know my name. And she gives a little nervous laugh and says, ha yeah, one of these days, right? And gives him finger guns and walks away. Well, now I'm not a team trust Jenna. <laughs> Do I recognize the old man? You recognize his voice for sure. Great. What are you surprised that our professional informant is being an informant? It's her job. Her job is like a servant or something. This is a side gig. The gig economy is ruining us. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, I don't know if it counts as a separate downtime activity to... Jeez, uh, what do I even want to do? Leave a note? Follow him? Something? I think the first thing we're going to have you do is make a prowess resistance roll. I get a plus one because of uh, Forge and Fire, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to need him. A critical success. All right. Double sixes. Two sixes and a one. <laughs> you can walk away unnoticed if you wish to. So remember when we were talking about hubris? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be unnoticed, but I do want to keep my distance. I want him to know that I'm there, and I want to look as non-threatening as possible. All right. So you kind of step out into the light a little bit at a respectable distance. And you hear him mutter, like, not even looking up from where he's kind of slouched down on the ground. Well, that day, I thought those scars I left you with would have been enough incentive to never show your face around here again. You know I wouldn't have come if it wasn't important. Well, tell me, what's so important that you're willing to risk your life for it, my old pal? The, the young man that I serve has been sent to the spirit world by Brother Hotaru, who is currently being possessed by Father Glowworm. Ah, yes. Jenna just told me about that. And of course she told you about it. <laughs> Young Master Who is good at a lot of things, but apparently not that. <laughs> now, I would like to bring the young man back, and I believe it would be in both of our interests to sort out the Glowworm problem. Yes. Well, what's in it for old Tigwai? What does an immortal man want? Well, you know as well as I do that the political climate in Barsing Say is less than ideal at the moment. That fool sits at the top of the pyramid in his throne, not doing anything good for the people. But I've already killed my fair share of Earth Kings in my day. I think it's time for somebody else to step up. Will you sort out the situation? Will you bring who back? Oh, I cannot burrow between the worlds as some others can but I can offer you some services in other ways perhaps if you can find a way to make sure that the Earth King is no longer a threat to this city I can sort that out for you certainly but it is imperative that who comes back home 
and that glowworm is taken care of permanently. I don't want to deal with this in 16 years. <laughs> we'll stay in touch. I'm going to leave. I'm really excited to meet Thomas's third character. <laughs> His name is going to be Hugh Briss. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> As you turn to leave, he just calls out, No hard feelings then. None at all. And I'll, I'll wave with my left arm and the sleeve rolls down. You can see there's some gnarly scars on it. And he gives a little smile and doesn't push the issue any further. So anyway, I've got one more downtime activity. Oh, boy. Jeez, <laughs> um, I didn't expect that to work just at all. Um, yeah, you've got an immortal assassin on your team now-ish. Ish. Can you, tell me, can you tell me, Ned, what does a fine spirit mask do? A fine spirit mask? Let's look it up in the book. That's an item that whispers have. A fine spirit mask is an arcane item that allows the trained user to see supernatural energies in great detail. Also affords some measure of protection against ghostly possession. Huh. Well, that's handy. Um, I would like, for one of my downtime activities... Um, I'm going to put on the fine spirit mask, and uh, I want to see if I can sniff out where a ghost door may be. Ooh. I think this would probably fall under acquire an asset. We could go with that. Probably. That or long-term project, depending on how you want to tackle it. See, acquiring an asset, technically speaking, like the way it words it is, you acquire temporary use of an asset you roll your cruise tier, etc., etc. If I remember further down, it does clarify if you use it repeatedly. Permanent acquisition requires a crew upgrade or long-term project. So probably treat it like a long-term project then, right? Yeah, that probably makes the most sense. Okay. Anyway, I'd like to find a ghost store. All right. Well, we'll just make that a four clock. Oh, nice. So what would you like to roll to find this ghost door? Since I have the mask on that lets me see spirit energies and whatnot, um... I'm going to go with Hunt, because I'm trying to track one, essentially. All right. Which, coincidentally, is a three dice for me. Ooh. That's a six. There we go. Okay, so we mark off three of the four ticks, <laughs> and you're out in the city, searching about, trying to find a place where the veil is thin, trying to locate what could be a ghost door. And you get home one day kind of frustrated, like, man, why are none of these random alleyways or shops, blah, blah, blah. And you get down and you feel vibrations coming from Tonin's spirit bowl room. And your mask just kind of like picks up these visual pulses coming from that direction. And so you peer inside, you see Tone is just kind of like plinking around on his bowls. And you can see in vivid detail because you're wearing your spirit mask. At the bottom of the center of the largest spirit bowl, as the resonances begin to like increase and decrease, a keyhole kind of flickering in and out of visibility. Can I spend one of our rep to uh, close out that clock? You can. <laughs> I would like to do that then. All right. So I now know where a door is. You do. Okay. It's just a matter of having the right frequencies. Hot dog. I've had some stressful downtime activities. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, some very profitable downtime activities, yeah, it turns out. Yeah, it's worked out, but man, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm so mad about Jenna. <laughs> she's not necessarily evil. She's just... I should have known. What? I'm sorry. She's working with us. Who do you think she's going to work with? Tigway is so much worse. That dude's like 500-ish, and he's been killing people everywhere always because he's very good at it. He tried to kill me. She doesn't even know who it is. Exactly. 
still. <laughs> she knows things. She knows a lot of things. And people like to pay good money to know things. I'm just saying, if you gave Ted Bundy a ride in your car, not knowing who it was, I'd still be a little mad at you. <laughs> what? Was he on his way to a murder or from a murder? <laughs> well, that's all of our downtime activities. <laughs> Which, I mean, so I suppose now it's time to mark XP. Do you think we can just bust through this real quick? It's hammered yeah. out, baby. All right, let's start with the crew. Did you execute a successful battle, extortion, sabotage, or smash and grab? No. Really? I'd say the battle was relatively successful. That went horribly. It was not successful. It was successful. We lost an entire crew member and we you su went. We succeeded in our job. Oh, yeah, in our job. I will say this. You smashed in there. You grabbed Riven the chemist and brought him out. As the deity of this world, if you're being that generous, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. In that case, Seaway successfully battled. He did battle. Hardcore he did. Whether he successfully battled or not, I mean... He walked out of there. No one else did. He knocked me out. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll give you <laughs> one XP for the smash and grab. Cool. <laughs> Next, did you contend with challenges above your current station? Now that... Hard yes. yes. If that's not two ticks, I'm not sure what is. We will definitely <laughs> give you two ticks for that one. I'm going to roll a fortune roll. It, it's technically not part of the rules, but I'm going to see if you get three ticks for that one. <laughs> you get three ticks for that one. Hot dog. Honestly, we'll take so far above our, our pay grade. Yeah. Holy cow. Did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? Was that a daring move, guys? <laughs> it feels pretty daring. To punch the Glovatar in the face? And throw a demon bane charm at him? I think that's pretty daring. Is that a two-ticker? That sounds like it could be a two-ticker to me. I'm good I'll with that. I'll take it. All right. And finally, did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew? The goals are to be the top dogs, and that whole mission was to try and get people on our side for the upcoming war. It was big. Inner conflict? Uh, I mean... I got knocked out. Tonin and Seaway were actively <laughs> in conflict. <sighs> is, is our reputation, like, essential nature? Because that was pretty daring. It was pretty daring. I think we hit them all. Yeah? Do you guys want one or two for that? I want two so we can level up. Yeah. <laughs> that was one big job that you guys just went into. And beforehand, we were like, we're just talking to a guy. <laughs> yeah. Looking through this, guys, as we level up, um, there is a special ability that helps when you're at war, and we're specifically planning a war. So should we maybe take the ability that helps when you're at war? Um, <laughs> you talk about war dogs? Yeah. I, I actually have a pitch. So in the cult crew sheet, there's one called Anointed. You get plus one die to resistance rolls against supernatural threats. You get plus one die to healing rolls when you have supernatural harm. Oh, that's also really good. That sounds very helpful. Or you get a patron so you can tear up quicker, like Tona was suggesting. Also true. You could tear up right now if you get that patron. Oh, actually, you couldn't because you've been spending rep. We spend our rep. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if we didn't spend our rep, we could have done that. Mm. But... And since you already have Forged in Fire, Anointed would give you plus two dice to resistance rolls against the Glovatar. Specifically against the Glovatar, which you had to make a resistant roll every single time you attacked him, right? Correct. Ah. I think it would be smart for the crew to get a blessing or something. Honestly. Get, get runes carved into our knuckles. <laughs> War is coming, but... That's small potatoes, I think, compared to the Glovatar. So my my vote goes to Anointed, at least for this one. Okay. Because I don't want you to have to keep rolling those resistance rolls at a disadvantage like that. All right. So that does it for the crew. And now let's take a look at some of our individuals. Let's start with Seaway. Oh, wait. Also, real quick, real quick. Stash. You guys get Stash. Yes. Oh, yeah. Keep forgetting about that. 
tier plus two. So you each are going to get three stash. This way, young. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. I'll make a fortune roll. We'll say that Coinworth set aside enough for Weyoung to get half of the stash. Okay. All right. Now, Siwei, did you address a chance with violence or coercion? <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't get two ticks for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, once again, pull an audible and make a fortune roll. Uh, not quite three ticks worth, That's but fair. you can get two ticks worth. Fair. All right. Did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Yeah, I think so. What drives me? What do I believe in? I mean, I didn't know that old lady and I still chugged Rage Essence to attack the guy. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, I think we can get you one for that. And then finally, did you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during the session? Yeah, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only an unstable person chugs Rage Essence in a room <laughs> full of people. <laughs> yeah, I think that's worth two, probably. Go you. I need one more. Finally working on leveling up that insight? Yeah, I'm trying to get an insight point so I can stop sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let me think of an argument for why I get two for beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. If you can justify it, we'll go with it. I mean, one of his beliefs is leveling up. Um, <laughs> I'll just make it. I'll just make a desperate insight roll at some point. <laughs> All right, next up we got Tonin. Did you address a challenge with deception or influence? Yes. Definitely. I mean, that's how I we captured the chemist. That's how we got in there in the first place. I think that could probably be two. I'll take it. Remind me, I can put those two directly into resolve. Yes. Okay, I'll take that and I will put one in the tune. There we go. Next, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Yeah. I mean, I finished the bowl, guys. Finally. I finished the bowl. Do you think that's worth one or two for you? I would argue two, just because it's like the biggest thing for me. That's, that's been <laughs> the goal for him. Yeah, I think we can go with that. And finally, did you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas? I have a trauma now. Yeah. Did you struggle with issues from it? Um, kind of. Only in that I had that moment with Day where I not sure if I should actually do the thing I've been trying to do this whole time. Mm. I'm probably still going to do it. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that and also just like the fact that you have a lot of personal skin in the game with fighting against Brother Hotaru. I think we can get you one for that. I'll take the one. All right. And then Deus Ex Machina. What a cool guy. Yeah. What a great guy. Did you address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power? I mean, the Demon Bane charm. If that wasn't a big one, mm -hmm. um, as far as arcane power, not really. Well, remember, we get downtime is also part of these questions. And oh. you found a ghost door. Yeah, using my, my arcane power slash knowledge. Yeah, I, I, I'm voting two on that one. I also would vote two. Cool. Next, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? I mean, a lot of my like my drive is to keep who protected, and I failed at that. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to fix that with my downtime activities. So I guess that would kind of be like a net zero. Well, I think going out of the way to confront such an intense part of your history, like walking up to the immortal assassin who trained the avatar, I think that's probably worth more than a net zero. <laughs> <laughs> that and part of my background is I know how to do spirit stuff mm -hmm. and I'm doing a lot of spirit stuff right now. I, I really want to, so I'm going to say to if you disagree, I'll do one, but I really want to. <laughs> I'll make a roll for it. That's two. Nice. And finally, did you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas? I don't have traumas, and uh, my vice hasn't come up. Yeah, That's true. we don't know what your vice is. 
It's something. I don't know if I want to do a big reveal or not. Uh, I think a big reveal would be pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> you guys can see my character sheet, so if you want to look it up, you can. But to you, patient listener, just hold on tight. I'm sure it'll come up soon. Well, uh, that's all of our XP. So we've made it through all of the fallout from that crazy, crazy expedition. <laughs> and I think that's probably a good place for us to pick up next time. Yeah. Good heavens. This is a nightmare. Man, so many big things. The singing bowl is finished. We found an entry into the spirit world. We finally figured out what's going on with Jenna. So much stuff. <laughs> Did we figure out what's going on with Jenna? She's, she's living info on us. To just some guy. I think I'd be less mad if she knew it was Tigway. She is an informant. She's informing. She's doing her job. You're not supposed to inform on the people you inform too. A good informant does. Somebody's just getting this bread. So somebody is getting put down if it continues. Hmm. Well, on that note, thanks everybody <laughs> for listening to Imptab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Blades in the Dao Fae. If you want more, go and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a blissfully unaware informant who doesn't know that she's working for an incredibly powerful assassin. If you would go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us there, you know, maybe you would like to talk with Thomas about all of the crazy stuff that his character is discovering <laughs> and the implications of what that has for the campaign. Don't be afraid to reach out. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. And dear listeners and dear players, once again, it's Wife Appreciation Week. So first patron is Mackenzie Peterson. Evan, what you got to say about Mackenzie Peterson? Wife Appreciation Week is such a good week. Okay, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, I, I love you. You're the best. She's the best. Everyone who knows Mackenzie has a positive impression about Mackenzie. And I think that's a really special trait in a person. Except Thomas. Thomas hates her. But <laughs> other than Thomas, everyone loves Mackenzie. I mean, it's not exactly uncommon to be somebody that everybody loves, but that Thomas hates for some reason. Look, okay, I, I like Mackenzie. Let's just start there. I was just being a butthead. I think she's a great person. I just, I, I'm a born contrarian. Once everyone's like, yeah, that person's great. It just something inside of Thomas starts to brew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next person we're shouting out is McKenna Randall. Ayo, ayo, ayo. That's my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you did get, you did get called out in the discord by one of the patrons who was like, yeah, that cabbage farmer is basically just Borat. <laughs> Ridiculous. I have not seen that. I gotta, I gotta watch that. That's a cultural thing. Anyway, McKenna, she's crazy talented, doing a lot of cool stuff right now. If you're in the area, come and see us in Romeo and Juliet. It's a blast. Um, but yeah, she's just smart and funny and really, really pretty. You can go stalk her on the Imp Tab website and see her headshot. <laughs> and also see Thomas's headshot and compare and contrast between the two. <laughs> I am on the same tier of attractiveness. Um, <laughs> did you just encourage did you just encourage our entire listener base to go look at how pretty your wife is? Yeah, why not? <laughs> You're welcome to objectify me as well if you want. All of us actually. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all on there. Yeah, surprise. You're not allowed to objectify me though. You're only allowed to look at me with respect. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Final person we're shouting out this week is Sammy Ryan Art. 
her real last name is not Art or Ryan, coincidentally, but she is my wife, and without a doubt, she is, I think, the best person I've ever met. Just very well-rounded, kind, smart, funny, talented. She just got cast in a musical as, uh, the musical's called Honk, um, and it's based on the Ugly Duckling story, and she's Penny, the, the beautiful swan that Honk falls in love with. Aww. Yeah, she is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And I'm very grateful she's in my life. <laughs> so, Sammy, if you're listening, I love you. Aww. That is the nicest thing you've ever said. That was so sweet. And the last time we had Wife Appreciation Week, it was, your message was, me honey, I'm in the spirit world, world please. <laughs> Inside of you, there are two wolves. And one of them desperately wants out of the spirit world. <laughs> uh, we're going to have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you, dear listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improvtabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more, such as our obligatory talkback, where we're definitely going to be talking about team hashtag trust Jenna. Now, let's do a round of plugs. Thomas, would you like to take that this week? Yes, and uh, can I try and do it as fast as possible? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Fate campaigns. Short, sweet, to the point. Bam. 10,000 things. Previous avatar campaign. Ends in genocide. Bam. I cast fireball. <laughs> D&D 5e actual play based on the tyranny of dragons campaign. Bam. Fanrolldice.com. Buy dice. Support the mass spirits. Vroom, vroom, fifi is the code. Bam. 10% off. Bam, 10% bam, bam. off. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Beautiful. You'll love to hear it. Thanks for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by Thomas Ryan as Deus Ex Machina, Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru, and Evan Peterson as Siwei Leng. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. You guys can see my character sheet, so if you want to look it up, you can. But to you, patient listener, just hold on tight. I'm sure it'll come up soon. Evan just read it and his face. <laughs> I, I I remember you mentioning that off mic at one point, and I still love it. I forgot about that. It's a weird one. What in the actual heck? <laughs> it's it's very weird. Uh, incredibly weird. But we'll get to that eventually. If you look at my my strange friends, the, the one that's the possessor ghost is the one in question, by the way. <laughs>